morning. Welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. Today is Friday, March 3rd, 2023. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. As we wait for more Brock Purdy surgery news, I had the chance to listen to Nick Bosa on Richard Sherman's podcast for the volume. He said a few interesting things you should hear. First, don't expect a lot to change with Steve Wilkes taking over for D'Amico Ryans. Whenever you have success like we've had, you're not going to uh, fix what isn't broken. Um, obviously, there's things you got to tweak and you got to get better because the NFL is constantly evolving. Um, but Kyle knows what's successful, what's got us here defensively. And he kind of told me before that whatever guys we're bringing in, um, they're going to be they're going to talk to Coach Kasarik first, <laughs> make sure that he uh, spits some dip in their face before <laughs> before uh, before they hire him. But no, we're going to be we're going to be attacking on D. Um, we got dogs at every level, um, especially this year. Uh, I think Fred and Dre have taken another step, which is kind of scary. Right. Um, and then we got Charvarius back there. E-Man will be back. So. It's only up from here. Ooh, did you catch that? Bosa sliding in a little news there. Emmanuel Mosley will be back. Maybe Nick knows something we don't. And look, that would be awesome because the Niners could really use Mosley. He was a stud last year, and the team really isn't super deep at that position. Next up, Bosa talked about how tough things got for him after injuring his knee in 2020. And some of this we knew, but I have to admit, I had no idea it was this bad. You roll into camp and um, you're going against Trent. You're feeling the best you felt. And then, boom, one play. Questioning your career, questioning football in general. Uh, I've had multiple injuries, and that was the worst one, um, just damage-wise. Like, I was I was down, and I was sitting in Joey's uh, house in California, uh, freaking painkillers, whatever, whatever you go through. And I felt like there was no light at the end of the tunnel. And, and from then on, once you realize, wait, this is what I do. Um, I don't do anything <laughs> else. Um, then you just pour all that emotion and everything into the goals that you have. Nick Bosa not winning comeback player of the year in 2021 will never make sense to me. We always just kind of assume guys are going to come back from injury. Oh, he'll be back in a year. He'll be back in six months in the case of Brock Purdy. These are real people with real medical problems that require a lot of recovery and not just recovery, by the way, recovery to superhuman levels to 0.1% of the population levels. And we just think, well, they'll be back. No problem. That is not always the case. Even with somebody as good as Nick Bosa, it got really, really dark. The good news, as we know, he was great in 2021, came all the way back last year and won the defensive player of the year. That had to feel pretty awesome, right, Nick? You get to the point where I'm at now and you win the award and you realize like, yeah, that award's great. That's unreal, but there's there's nothing that could touch the award that we all want, and that's the Lombardi. And um, and yeah, I thought. I mean, I thought I'd I'd get to that defensive player of the year and be and be like satisfied. But uh, I got to get a couple of rings like you, buddy. 
Come on, hey, look, I should have a couple. I only got one. <laughs> we had it. I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm, we we did. You for, for, no, we, oh, no, you're good. We had we had for to. We had our second. Bosa forgetting that the Seahawks didn't win two straight Super Bowls is fantastic. I am here for it. Anytime you want to twist that knife in Richard Sherman, I still have a little bit of, you know, bitterness towards him because of what happened in that NFC championship game in 2013. But seriously, I love hearing that one of the 49ers best players is that motivated to win a Super Bowl that the defensive player of the year didn't even mean anything to him or didn't feel as good as he thought it was going to feel. When you have your best players with that kind of hunger, that sets the tone for the entire team. That is how you have a shot to go to three straight NFC title games and four in the last five years. When your best players are that motivated, that affects everybody else on the roster. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Friday, Assistant General Manager Adam Peters sat down with Matt Barrows to talk about this year's draft class. It's a little different for the Niners this year, of course, since they might have to wait about 100 selections before making a pick, but the interview is still worth your time. One thing to watch, speaking of Barrows, I've talked a lot about his Brock Purdy cognitive test article this week. And I wondered why he didn't get more specific information about Trey Lance. Well, later today, I'll get the chance to speak with Matt about that article. You can watch the whole thing up on my YouTube page, youtube.com slash at stats on fire. One thing you may have missed, John Harbaugh was asked recently about his brother Jim potentially returning to coach in the NFL. Quote, I think he's at Michigan for life. Probably. But then again, maybe God's got other plans. So we'll see. So just to recap. Jim Harbaugh will either stay at Michigan forever or he won't. Thanks for the update, John. That's a wrap on today's 49ers and 5. Please rate, review, and follow both the Gold Standard and Niners Nation podcast networks. Enjoy your Friday and your weekend, everybody. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk on Monday. <laughs>